Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Secrets of a Witch podcast with me, Sabrina Scott. I hope you guys are having a wonderful Sunday morning or whenever it is you are listening to this. Welcome to the show where I talk all about life, love, healing, spirituality, witchcraft, magic, tarot, feminine energy, and everything in between. And I don't know about (laughs) y'all, but there is a new Netflix documentary about (laughs) the Twin Flames universe, which I had never in my life heard of. And I just binged it over the last few days and it blew my fucking mind. It was one of the most insane things I've ever seen. I never heard of this. I'm not going to do today's episode about this, just so you guys know. So, like, warning. It's, like, not a spoiler alert or anything. I will be doing an episode about this or maybe a YouTube live. Um, I might schedule it to give folks, the t- like, the chance to watch it if if anyone does want to. It's only three episodes. But a lot came up for me as I was watching it, especially since I am launching my Feminine Energy Without Bullshit online course and group coaching situation tomorrow, Monday, November 13th for the new moon. And this is a course I've been planning, thinking about. I did like a mini launch, like a pre-launch type of situation in the summer. So it's something that I've been thinking about since last year, really. So for like a year and a half, this has been something I've been working through and planning and preparing my material and my thoughts that I'm going to be teaching and all of that and doing a lot of one-on-one coaching with folks on feminine energy. And I do believe this is all really important work, what I'm doing. And I love seeing people's lives positively impacted by it. Like that makes me so happy because I've seen the changes in my own life as I'm implementing my teachings on feminine energy that I've learned over the years. And I just found this this documentary so disturbing, and I'll talk a little bit about why. I guess I'll give it a little bit of background information. So I had never heard of this this thing before. Like, obviously, I've heard the concept of Twin Flames, and I've done an old podcast episode about the concept of Twin Flames. If you scroll back into the show, it was definitely probably February or March or April or something like that. Basically, the TLDR of my opinion on the concept of twin flames is it's like kind of toxic and uh, not the best, basically. (laughs) But it seems like this like couple created this weird ass cult situation called Twin Flames Universe. And maybe you guys have all heard about this ages ago. Um, Maybe I've just been living under a rock But it was honestly the most insane thing. And so basically the documentary was about people thinking it's a cult, leaving it, kind of giving their testimony of the craziness that occurred there. And so I feel like I could make like 20 different podcast episodes about my take on this from their really cruel and like abusive coaching style which I'm not a fan of for obvious reasons so like that's one thread I'd be so interested in just talking about for an extended period of time there's also the idea that 
people are not forced to be there. You know, one of the things I found very interesting about this was a lot of the people there kept saying that these people made them do this, made them do that. And this is another topic I feel like I could talk about for hours. Like, I don't actually believe in this case that that's really true. And I know it's a complicated thing. And I'm thankful for this documentary coming out because it gave me the opportunity to reflect on, like, why do I feel like something like this is different than, let's say, an abusive uh, relationship between like a romantic relationship like between two parties often a man and a woman let's say would be the sketchy dangerous situation a lot of women are killed by their intimate partners that is a statistic globally that you can look up very dangerous um in those type of really really dangerous relationships if a woman leaves she is at risk of being actually murdered or something like that like there's a really famous case here in toronto a few years back uh with two doctors actually one of which was quite a famous surgeon who was a surgeon at the hospital that was across the street from my old apartment that i was at for 10 years a hospital whose er had been way too many times for various things and he like when she basically said she wanted a divorce he murdered her that's a very common thing, unfortunately, with really, really bad uh, abusive situations, often between men and women. It's very fucked up. We can do the research on that. That's a whole thing. And I just want to say, even though the psychology that might keep someone in an abusive romantic relationship is going to have some similarities to what keeps people in, let's say, a cult environment, I really do think it is oversimplifying it to say that it's exactly one and the same. It's like, is there a similar blueprint in terms of what's going on, in terms of like the intermittent reinforcement, the ups and the downs, all of that, which I'm sure I could do another whole podcast episode about. Is there some similarity there often? Yes, absolutely. And that creates a bit of an addiction in the brain. And so we can talk about that for sure. But in one of those situations, a woman is actually at risk of being murdered. And we've seen evidence of that across time and space. And it's really horrifying and scary. And it's, I would say it's like a epidemic uh, in the world of violence against women, specifically in intimate relationships. So that's one thing. But from what I can tell, it doesn't seem like these two cult leaders are responsible for murdering anyone, threatening to murder anyone, doing any kind of physical violence to anybody. And some people might hear this and be like, well, but it's the same thing as, let's say, like an abusive family relationship when there's no physical abuse in the family. And I would actually say, actually, it's quite different because children are trapped. Children in an abusive family relationship often have no choice. That's why they develop, let's say, a complex post-traumatic stress disorder. They can't leave they're stuck they're trapped that's you know that's how they develop that right um so regardless of whether or not there's physical abuse in that situation it's like there is that psychology that ends up developing because someone is trapped that being said i find 
And I'd be so curious to see and learn if there's any studies done on this or if anyone's noticed any patterns anecdotally around the people that get pulled into this Twin Flames universe type of thing to see if, is there any uh, specific commonality in terms of their background, in terms of family relationships or like, were they in a happy family? Were they in kind of sketchy, like dysfunctional family where various things um, inspire them to reach out for like some kind of guru situation elsewhere, right? So I'd be really curious about that. But again, the difference is that these folks can leave. These folks, you know, they pay to be there. And um, the people in this cult, they can they can leave their adults, they can make choices. And one of the things that kind of disturbed me about the documentary and hearing the way these people talked is they weren't really taking any responsibility for their own behavior. They weren't really taking any responsibility for their choices. They were saying they were kind of like abdicating their own personal responsibility, you know, uh, and I found that a bit not my favorite, I suppose you could say. Um, I feel like I'd say a lot about this, but um, this is not the whole entire point of this episode. Anyway, I'm just going to bracket that to the side for now. I feel like I could do a whole episode about that topic in general, like these people and how they're not taking responsibility for their behavior. But anyway, the whole thing is fucked up and weird. And a lot of these people who ended up in this group ended up like in jail for stalking people that they were told were their twin flame. And like it was, it's fucked up, honestly. I, I could say a lot. But what I want to talk about today with that background context that I'm hoping makes some sense. And if you guys have seen the documentary, you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. But what I'm really worried about in a low key way with this documentary is that. Because these teachers were so, like, in my opinion, very fucked up about, first of all, the content of their teachings, like, the guy claimed to be, like, God or something, or Jesus, or Christ, I don't know exactly, I can't remember the phrasing, I'm gonna have to rewatch this before I do, like, an actual YouTube live, or an actual episode that focuses 100% on, like, deconstructing the show, and the allegations, and what was said, and everything, but the teachings in it are fucked up. Uh, it seems to attract a lot of desperate people who like have problems, which fair enough, we all have problems at one point, but it just seems like there's a lot of vulnerable people making really bad decisions. And the teachers, the coaches are fucked up and being mean. And I'm all, all for tough love when it's appropriate, but this kind of went beyond that. It was these people are being like quite cruel and mean and just very controlling and demanding to uh, the people that were in the group and it was often around stuff about feminine energy masculine energy all of this type of thing and the online coaching and the online courses and I was like fuck I really hope this doesn't turn people off of thinking about and learning about feminine energy in an authentic way and I really hope this doesn't turn people off online courses and group coaching online and online coaches because honestly, just like any industry, there's going to be fucking weirdos. There's going to be people who are shit at what they do. There's going to be practitioners who are manipulative and shady and coercive and weird. And 
it's tough because it's like I feel like these teachers like obviously they're fucking like not cool in my opinion what they're doing it seems fucked up uh, all I know about them is from the documentary I don't think that my opinion will change even if I do learn more like they just seem it just seems fucked up and like I would never encourage anyone to get involved with this it just seems fucked up and I don't think the twin flame thing makes any sense it seems delusional to me um but anyway I do think that online courses can be amazing. Like I've learned so much from signing up for various online courses. Online courses have been what's catapulted my growth and transformation over the last five or so years. Like taking other people's courses has been incredibly transformative for me. And I've also been able to help so many more people through teaching my own online courses and I, so I think the format of it is so good. And I love group coaching. And some of my students have even met in person and hung out together and made friendships. And I fucking love that. I think it's the most awesome thing ever. And so I just fucking love it. It's amazing. And I've made friends in online courses that I've taken. And I just love that the internet makes that possible because sometimes it's easy to feel alienated if you're living somewhere that you know, you might just not vibe with everybody. And that was true for me as a teenager growing up in suburban Colorado. And I am still in connection with some people I was super good online friends with from back when I was 13, which is crazy to say. But some of those people were completely my lifeline at a time when no one else believed in me or I couldn't relate to anybody, you know. And now as an adult in my mid-30s living in Toronto, having online community around witchcraft and spirituality and magic that has kind of been instigated through my own ideas, my own teachings, my own books, my own courses. I've been able to create this community of people who resonate with what I think and what I feel and what I believe and what I'm teaching, what I've observed about spirituality that I've never been able to find in person, even though I live in a big city, you know? And so I think there is this beautiful connection that can happen with online courses, with the internet, with community. And I know a lot of people talk shit about Instagram and TikTok and all of that. And I'm not a big fan of TikTok, as you guys know. But I love Instagram even now that it's not as good as it used to be. And I'm branching into YouTube and I love it. And doing this podcast has been super fun. And I'm going to have a new offering in the new year that is going to hopefully create community in a new way as well. And I do believe in the connective power of the internet. And it would really break my heart to see people write off the entire internet community, online teaching, online coaching, online space. I, I would just break my heart to see people write that off due to like these people being shady and I guess we saw the Nixium cult that was in person and so I guess being in person or being online it doesn't really matter it's like it's still possible to encounter people who are fucked up and crazy and going to try to be controlling and just like nasty and you know, like I said earlier, there's people in every industry that are shitty. Like there's shitty physicians, there's shitty mechanics who are going to lie to you. There is like weird, whatever, tax accountants or lawyers or whatever. It's like not everyone is equally good at their job. Some people are going to steer you the wrong direction and other people are going to completely change your life for the better. And I just hope that people can 
develop the discernment and the self-awareness and the depth of thought and yeah I think just discernment to figure out who is a trustworthy coach or who is the right coach for you who is the right teacher for you or who is the right accountant for you who is the right doctor for you who was the right surgeon for you like I went to like four or five uh ENT consults before I chose uh the surgeon that did my um my tonsils back in last November oh my god it's like a year ago almost to the day that I got my tonsils out last year and I waited until I found the right person and who knows maybe if I went with someone else it would have been fine if I maybe if I went with someone else it would have been not fine who knows like touch wood but not everyone is going to be the right fit for everyone and some doctors are objectively bad like and I think that's true for everyone of every career it's going to be the same in coaching it's going to be the same in spirituality unfortunately it's it's not a space that's immune to people being manipulative or practicing in a way that I personally wouldn't find to be reputable and so like it's just tough you know and I just it makes me sad too that so many people are susceptible to cults or susceptible to gurus or teachers that are creating a reliance and dependence on them and in these high control groups, it's like there's so much weirdness going on. And as a part of my PhD, I did learn a lot about these high high control groups, high high demand groups. Cults is another way to talk about it and all the different qualifications and characteristics of them. And I could probably do another episode on that. And there's actually a section in my second book, which is called Curse and Cure Magic for Real Life, where I talk about how to discern if a group is a good a good group. And again, I'm not saying good group as do they believe exactly what I believe. No, that's not my criteria. It's it's more around issues of control and autonomy, you know? And like I tell my students all the time, it's like, you can ignore me all you want. Like that's totally fine. Like go for it. You don't need my permission to do anything, do your thing. If you do ignore me and then things explode, like I'll be here for you to help you through that. But ultimately do what you want. And if what I'm suggesting doesn't resonate, then don't do it. You know, when I teach, I'm all about helping people reveal and uncover what is true to them rather than creating Sabrina clones. Like I don't want Sabrina clones. Like I want everyone to find their own unique style of reading tarot that yes, is built on my foundation and is based on my methods and my way of thinking about it and my way of teaching about it. Absolutely. Or my way of thinking about magic, my way of framing magic, my way of framing spirituality. Sure. But I would never force people to do exactly what I do. That's weird. I'm much more about, okay, here's my structure. Here's my questions I'm asking. Here are some things you can consider and play within that in a way that feels good to you. For me, it's all about openness. And instead of like just selling people fish, I want to teach people how to fish so they can catch fish forever. You know, it's very important. That's how I see things. That's how I work. That's how I teach. And with my stuff on feminine energy, it's like, obviously I've got my own ideas, but I'm also, and I have worked with folks who are non-binary around feminine energy, which is really exciting. And 
So I I used to identify as non-binary as well. And so there is no one way that is going to fit for everybody. And I think that's absolutely beautiful. And a big part of how I teach and the way that I really enjoy being taught to as well is, yeah, okay, so maybe there's some structure, maybe there's some teachings, maybe there's some stuff that's uncomfortable, but ultimately it's about finding a method that feels good and is healthful and promotes growth and connection and all of these lovely things and connection that isn't based on like BS or weirdness like we do sometimes see in cults. And so the way that this group dealt with feminine energy and masculine energy, I was very disturbed by that. That's not my perspective. Um, They taught that everyone has either one or the other in them, and I don't believe that. I think we all have both, and how we want to express that or connect to that is very individual, and to what extent that overlaps with how we look, that's going to be very different of what that overlaps with our natal sex, how that interacts with our gender, it's all going to be really, really different for everybody. And part of my whole thing with it is just being intentional, being self-reflective, working with the feminine and the masculine within the self, and thinking about it within others in a way that feels better. And so I really hope, like it's so tough, like that's why my new course is called Feminine Energy Without Bullshit is because people like this weirdo cult are talking about feminine energy and masculine energy in ways that are honestly fucking nonsensical and harmful to people. And in the documentary, like they showed videos of these people basically telling telling people to switch their gender. Like, oh, I've decided that you are a divine masculine. So even though you are a woman and you've never thought about being a man, like you're going to transition so that you can be with your twin flame who is a woman as well. And you're the masculine energy partner. It's just very fucked up. Like that is not what I believe. And it's just bizarre. That's not what I teach. And so like, it's so weird. It's like, I love these documentaries about weird spiritual cults and like wellness cults and fucked up weird shit because I find it fascinating and like I find psychology whether it's positive psychology or negative like weird psychology I find all of it so interesting and I always learn something more about humans human nature group dynamics whenever I watch any of these things But on the flip side, it always makes me so sad because I know that someone's going to watch it and be like, okay, well, fuck all of spirituality. Fuck all of thinking about feminine, masculine energy. Not going to do any of that. Not going to do anything spiritual because everything is going to be a weird cult. And it's like, no, not everything is. And so maybe I'm just being a bit too like sad about it. But I do feel just bummed out when people who are in positions of power and teaching don't work with that in a way that is healthy or good. And when they really do a disservice to the reality of spiritual principles, like I know everyone's allowed to have a different opinion about things, but the way that they're talking about feminine energy and masculine energy, I'll just go on the record and say that's like harmful for one person to go out and just like declare what everyone else's gender is and (laughs) thank you it was and in my work I'm much more about like okay well how do you feel 
what feels right to you what are you feeling in conflict about if anything is what you're doing working for you how do you want to express this different aspects of your different gendered energy and it's just unfortunate you know it's like i think it's such a taboo topic right now to talk about differences in gender or differences in masculine and feminine energy it's very taboo right now i think you know like i was afraid to even make this course i've been afraid to even talk about it because we are in this moment right now culturally where a lot of trans issues are taking up a lot of space and personally i don't agree with the way that gender is talked about with this current wave of gender ideology and i think that's exactly what it is it is gender ideology i think it's important to not naturalize it it's a theory it comes from certain branches of academia we can prove that it's not like a foregone conclusion it's up for debate And so what I'm a bit disturbed by is the shutdown of conversation around gender. The fact that a lot of time we can't talk about these differences between whether that's biological, whether that's spiritual, whether that's our own individual experience, or whether it's our experience as a collective. And I just love open conversation. I love questioning things. I love being critical. I love dialogue. I love experimentation. And, ah, I don't know. It's just like such a weird moment right now with all of that. And then we see, you know, this weird cult doing weird stuff around gender too. And it does make me a little bit afraid to teach about it, a little bit afraid to talk about it. But I know it's important to me. It's changed my life. And even if people take my course and don't change their mind about anything or whatever they are still going to be doing the same thing at the end of it they were doing at the beginning at least they would have had that opportunity to self-reflect to converse to ask questions to engage to to self-reflect right i just think everything is so important to self-reflect about and really take the time and space to be silent and connect with our soul connect with our body connect with our spirit and connect with how we feel and how we want to be how we have been and how we would like our future self to connect to our own energy as spiritual beings as as beings with or without gender and sex and the body and all of that so it's a very like rambling episode but it just there's so much on my mind with that show and i'm just always bummed out when certain people give uh what I do a bad name because they're kind of just doing it in a fucked up way that doesn't do any good to anybody it just creates people behaving like criminals stalking and this delusion I just came off as delusional and crazy and like pathological and like not a fun way it's just not good and so all that to say Maybe that means it's a perfect time to be releasing my course, The Feminine Energy Without Bullshit Course, which I'll tell you guys more about tomorrow in the podcast episode. And I'll probably end up doing a YouTube live at some point as well to talk about it and send out some information in my newsletter about it and all of that, blah, blah, blah. So maybe it's the time when the world needs a course like mine, you know, to really help everyone specifically women to 
connect with gendered energy in a different way and i've said this before but my magic without bullshit course and my tarot without bullshit course both of them are very gender neutral like i don't talk about gendered energy in those courses whatsoever it's meant to be very friendly to queer folks trans folks uh, people who are gender fluid or gender non-conforming or any of that like that's how i taught those courses and that is generally how I've thought for a very long time and I still believe in teaching that way I think it's really important and I just see this feminine energy piece and masculine energy and thinking about it in that way as another layer to put on top of it if you want to and it is perhaps more advanced because the magic is not on our altar it's within us and our own energy. So it's less about doing, more about being, more about feeling, more about becoming more embodied. And so there's a, that internal magic, that internal alchemy that my feminine energy course is all about. And so I made this course for anybody really, you know, so if you are a man, you're more than welcome to come and join but the course really is for women, natal females, who feel conflicted about their energy, who feel conflicted about gender, who maybe want to connect with feminine energy, but always feel like they're doing, 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 doing. Maybe they feel like they do all the planning in their relationships. Maybe they feel like they to use a really weird, outdated term, like wear the pants, so to speak. Maybe they resent how much they have to do for men or how much they feel they have to do for men or have done for men in the past. Or if you date another, maybe you date women, that's cool. But people who have taken on that masculine energy role as women, but who long for a softer experience of life, who long to learn how to receive and focus on themselves as opposed to always overgiving to others. And this is a really big thing for me in my feminine energy journey, right, was to learn how to receive, to learn how to allow people to come to me rather than constantly pushing and constantly chasing and constantly being anxious. And it's a much more peaceful life and it's been so much more fruitful I get treated oh way better than I used to be. <laughs> and I think a big part of that is due to this whole feminine energy thing. And it may be a little bit cutthroat at times, but it's also joyful. It's abundant and it's peaceful. And so if you are a woman who is just doing, 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 who is not used to spending time on yourself, who resents men, who thinks men are like crappy, take my course <laughs> or at least think about it. Because there's probably a lot of healing there that you would benefit from doing. And that healing, I think, is really important. And so that a lot of that was what motivated me to create this course and teach it and open up, open it up to a group experience. And yeah, I know it's very vulnerable, so probably not a lot of folks will be interested in a group experience and will prefer self-study or will prefer one-on-one coaching around this due to like I don't know privacy embarrassment shyness whatever 
but this is something I'm really passionate about, really interested in continuing to teach on. And if you're a little bit curious and if you can't wait for tomorrow, do scroll back through the episodes of this podcast and you will find some about feminine energy and masculine energy, about how feminine energy can be really protective, about what is healthy versus unhealthy masculine energy. I think actually the third most listened to episode of this podcast, I believe, is episode four on masculine energy. So there's a ton of stuff to just scroll back and listen to if you're curious to get a little bit of an introduction or a little bit of a handle on how it is that I'm relating to these concepts. So that's it for now. Just some meandering, some thoughts. I hope you guys are doing well. Happy new moon. It's a time of reflection, contemplation, rebirth, new beginnings, which is why I'm launching my course at this time. It's the perfect time to go dark into the feminine to emerge anew so that's it my friends that's the episode you can catch me at sabrinamscott.com on email ceo at sabrinamscott.com on instagram sabrinamscott on youtube youtube.com slash sabrinascott no m catch you on the flip side hope you have a wonderful wonderful day bye